back to the It's Time Y'all podcast with your host, me, Christine. Hello, hello, hello. This week, I'll be talking about things that I've recently been learning, maybe slightly influenced by last week's episode. I opened up quite a bit about my current conflict that I'm dealing with, and I thought, why not open up about some other random things that I may be learning about life, about myself. Before we jump into that, some updates for y'all. I have actually taken a full one week break from working out and last week I was feeling so exhausted and I I had to force myself to take a break. Now, a week later, I feel like I'm bouncing back, my energy levels are going back up and I'm facing the uh, fight of getting back into it, getting back into fitness, getting back into doing my morning walk. I'm finding myself making little excuses that really solidify the fact that I shouldn't go on my walk in the first place. This is why I never wanted to take a rest, take a break in the first place, because I knew that it would be so difficult to get back on the horse. I know it's only been a week, like I'm not stressing that like, oh my goodness, I need to work out, I need to work out. It's more so the fact that I can so easily convince myself to not go on my walk, to not work out, to not get moving. Today was the first day I really felt my excuses building up. Today was the first day where I 110% could have gone on my walk, no questions, no doubts, but I didn't go. I think my excuse was it looked like it was about to rain. It wasn't raining though. Oh my goodness. Speaking of raining, the weather currently has been pretty gloomy where I live and it's made me appreciate the gloomy, cloudy, even rainy weather because it has been so sunny where I live. I don't know, there's a different energy that flows around the city when it's raining and I, I love it. Let's get hype. Let's jump in. Let's get into the meat, the main part of this episode. Recently in life, I've been feeling behind in life and I really want to touch on that. I'm also going to touch on randomly feeling down and sad because that's something that I've been facing, like completely random sadness, switch up in mood, random times of the day for random reasons. And then also talking about your period and how... Your period can just change and shift so much of your thoughts and your ideas and how you even talk to yourself. But to kick things off, feeling behind in life. I currently, uh, no, for the past, I would say two years, maybe a year and a half, I've always had to deal with feeling behind in life. Not a front and center feeling, not a front and center emotion, not a front and center struggle, But something always on the back burner, always in the back of my head because the fact of the matter is I am not necessarily living the typical 20-year-old lifestyle. But the thing that I've realized is, yeah, I do feel behind in life, but I also love where I am in life. And right now I'm learning that it's okay to feel both. And if you do feel both, that both things are equally as valid. I used to think if I feel behind in life, I can't really love the life that I'm currently living because if I do feel like I'm behind in life and I feel and I tell myself that I also love the life that I'm currently living, I'm probably just in denial. I probably am just using that. I'm probably saying that I love my life as a defense mechanism. So feeling behind in life doesn't feel so rough, doesn't feel so true or strong. Or I would also think, no, why am I even saying I feel behind in life? I don't feel behind in life. I actually really love where I am in life. Why am I trying to like, I guess, 
humble or why am I trying to dumb down? Why am I trying to dull down the joy that I have for life right now with putting it in my head that I feel behind in life? I thought that I couldn't have both. I thought that feeling both was one invalidated the other and I couldn't feel both. But I'm learning now that feeling both is A, valid and B, okay. It's not bad to feel both and it's also not a sign that something's wrong. Feeling behind in life more so comes with obvious, not even comparison in a bad way where I'm like, oh, why am I not doing this or this or this? It's just, for example, in English class when your teacher says, okay, do the comparisons, what do they do? The Venn diagram where they do the comparisons, the differences of this and this, of character one and character two. You literally have nothing against character one or character two. You're just comparing and contrasting them. There's no emotion involved. There's no ego involved. At the end of the day, for example, relationships. I've never been in a relationship. Currently, I don't have a job. Currently, I'm not in school. And those are quite, let's just say, major things that could be part of a 20-year-old's life. I don't like saying regular. I don't like saying normal. Your average 20-year-old life. And it may be shocking, but even though I don't have a job, even though I'm not in a relationship, I also don't want one. <laughs> I don't want to be in a relationship. I don't want to get a job right now. And that's okay. It's okay to not want the things that the average person your age wants. And I guess I would fall into traps of thinking that because I don't want a relationship, because I don't want a job right now, because I don't want to be in school right now, in, in general, within the past one to two years, that something was wrong with me, that something was like, I'm the weird one in the mix. And obviously, in a way, yeah, I am the weird one in the mix, but it doesn't have to be in a negative light. I touched on this a little bit in last week's episode, but I've been craving new people. I used to be in many situations, like, for example, in high school, where I would be meeting new people pretty regularly. Slowly as I started distancing or simply just I grew out of those things, the, those activities that I would do, I so left my interactions with new people, my opportunities in meeting new people. Within the past few years, that's been great for me because in a way that's what I wanted. I wanted to focus in on my current friendships and strengthen and grow them. But now y'all, I'm craving new people. I'm craving the getting to know you stage. I'm craving to know, I don't know, your embarrassing high school stories, your your dreams, your aspirations, things that you've regretted in life. Like I wanna, I wanna learn those things about new people. For me, it's fun. I would say I don't love small talk, but I can definitely entertain small talk as long as I have the feeling that slowly small talk will turn into more genuine, deep conversation. I will stick out the small talk, obviously. But for example, if the small talk just feels like it's gonna lead to more small talk, I'd rather not continue that. I don't really have the patience or the energy or the effort or the care to really put into that. There's nothing like meeting new people and feeling connected. You're talking to them for five minutes and you already feel like there's something great here. There's nothing like, there's nothing like that feeling. I'm so thankful for the internet because I've made a few connections with people through Instagram, through YouTube within the past couple months, within this quarantine time, and I'm so thankful for them. Once again, it's unreal when you talk to someone and you just feel a sense of connectedness, and especially with people online. It is strange feeling the connection of we love to document 
or we love making videos, or we love taking photos, or we love creating community, whatever it is. It feels unreal to get that deep in a way with someone within the first five, 10 minutes of getting to know them. My passion for social media and video editing and documentation is definitely not something that I, that's the first fact that I tell someone when I meet them for the first time. It's it's honestly not. It's one of the last things that I want to bring up personally because it is so strange and it is so weird and kind of difficult to explain. And it is in a way for me at least, feels like I'm getting vulnerable about something that I'm really passionate about. And so when I meet people in real life, I don't really ever talk about that stuff. For example, there are definitely people in my life that I've met a year and a half ago, and I still haven't told them that I do YouTube or podcasting or even have the slightest interest in documenting my life. It's just I feel I still feel awkward talking about that. I still feel like that's an area of vulnerability that I'm not ready to tackle yet. I've realized it about myself that in my real life interaction situations when I meet new people, I'm often not the initiator. I don't I'm really the one that is going to come up to you and start a conversation. I'm probably the one that will say hi to you first, like a quick wave or a hi or a hi, nice to meet you quickly. But I'm often not the person that will start the conversation with you. But what I am is a super fast reciprocator. If you come up to me and you want to start a conversation with me, I will keep that conversation going and I will make it. I feel like I'm pretty good at making it known to the other person that I'm enjoying this conversation. Let's keep this conversation going. I feel like in a way it's a pride thing. <laughs> it's a pride thing that I, it's a pride thing and I'm also a shy person. I think it also comes down to how intimidated am I? I'm personally not intimidated to wave at someone, to quickly say a hi at someone, but for me to actually reach out to you, go up to you and talk to you, yeah, that's pretty intimidating to me. But I love talking to new people. I love talking to people in general. And so for me, at least, when someone seeks interest in me as a person, I'd love to get to know them. I put in the effort to make it known that I want to get to know them. I love that stuff. I've also been feeling like cycle living is resurfacing in my life. Whenever I feel like life is feeling like a cycle, <laughs> my body, my mind goes into like alert mode and I don't like that state. I don't enjoy when my mind is at this state of alertness that hey life is feeling like a cycle switch things up change things up add something new yes in a way it's a good thing because you're basically getting an internal alarm to make your life more interesting but it's also not always the most calming or relaxing thing to feel i've been doing the same things the same things that i i must add that i do enjoy because there were times when I didn't like doing the same things that I was doing. So I had to clarify that. I love doing the same things that I'm doing. And recently, I've been trying to get one week ahead of my YouTube videos and my podcast episodes. And aims to add something new. And aims to, I guess, create this new sense of like, I have time within my week to do something new, to add something new. And in last week's episode, I talked about my current conflict and what I think I may or may not add into my life. Cycle living, also getting comfortable with your lifestyle. It's something that more or less from a young age, I never liked, I never enjoyed. I don't like this feeling of living the same day every day. I don't like the feeling of not pushing myself. I don't like not being pushed. I don't like feeling like life is just one big routine that I'm doing. 
because you can love the routine. And so I think that's a really healthy place to be. But then in a way, you will slowly get to the point where your routine becomes dreadful, becomes repetitive, becomes a cycle. And it's not fun. It's not enjoyable anymore. And even though you might tell yourself, no, it is enjoyable. No, I do enjoy this. No, I, I love this. Your gut's telling you differently. And in my opinion, your gut's a pretty strong, strong pull, strong source. Choosing to switch up my life, for example, in the eighth grade when I wanted to switch schools to a school that I knew absolutely no one in, added some flavor. A main reason I decided to quit my job a couple years ago was because my life started feeling like a cycle. I didn't enjoy what I was doing anymore when in the beginning I came to work so excited. To me, that feeling of a cycle of just living and having life set the waves, set the tone for your days, for your life. I don't like that. I like feeling this sense of all the things that I'm doing, I'm setting up my life. All the things that I'm doing, I'm setting up the things around me. Instead of having the things around me feel like they are the barriers, feel like they are the rule makers to my life. And if you're in the cycle of cycle living, you don't even have to switch up your life that much to feel or to get out of that state. For example, toward the beginning of this year, adding a workout. That is what? An hour, sometimes it's 20 to 30 minutes of my day. Adding a workout to my, I guess, five times a week routine. Switched it up quite a bit. It added a lot of flavor for a couple months of my life. Now it's starting to feel like a cycle, starting to feel repetitive, but it was something, it was something that refreshed it and gave it newness, gave my life newness. And maybe it's, it could be something small for you. Maybe it could be getting back into reading. Uh, poetry, maybe you like writing poetry. Sewing, that's honestly one thing I want to start doing. I want to learn how to sew and I want to start to learn how to sew my own clothing. I think that would be so epic. Maybe you want to add a little bit of cleaning every day. You're so sick of having your room or your home turn into shambles every month. Maybe you wanna add little picking up here and there every single day for five minutes. They don't have to be major life switch ups to have or to feel this newness, this freshness in your lifestyle. Because I'm telling you, the more habits you build, it's just a domino effect for more habits to be made and to also be maintained because you'll get into the routine of maintaining habits. You'll get into the routine of what you have to combat when, main, when growing a new habit of yours. Are you an excuse maker? Are you someone that struggles with just being too lazy to do something or too tired at the end of the day to do something? You will learn how to combat what you face. And for me at least, habit building is something so important. It's something that has really been quite a foundation aspect of my life. My life is just building habits and these habits are just adding up and adding up and constantly being put on top of each other. Freshness, newness in your life is so important to maintain and I understand as you get older, as life starts ramping up a bit more, it is harder to continually add in little aspects of flair, of fun, of flavor into your life. But I'm telling you, these things don't have to be major life changes. Sometimes they are, and that's pretty epic, but sometimes it can be simply just deciding to learn a new language or deciding to cook one meal for yourself every single week instead of eating out every single day of the week. But also don't feel pressure to make eight habits happen at the same time. I'm telling you, 
the way to this, the secret to this, is thinking of one habit, one thing that you want to start implementing in your life and putting your focus into that. Don't worry about feeling behind. This person has this, this, this down, and I'm out here still trying to figure out how to get up every day. Do not worry. Just think of yourself, think of the one habit that you want to build, the one aspect of your life that you are passionate about, that you want to maintain and grow and develop. Think of that one thing. Start from there and focus on that. Because one day you're going to wake up and realize, wow, this is a habit. I'm doing this every single day. Don't put pressure on it. Don't put pressure to start. Don't put pressure while you're doing it. Simplify it as this is what I want to do. I want to start doing this because I love myself, because I love the idea of this, because I know that this will do something good for me. Do it every day. Try your absolute hardest to do it every day, to combat any feelings, any excuses, any doubts, and leave it at that. Don't compare yourself. Don't think about what the person to your left and right are doing. Don't think about the progress other people have made already. Keep your eyes on you and developing you because you are all you have at the end of the day. And then one day, I'm telling you, you're going to wake up and realize, wow, I've, I've made this habit. This is easy now. This is something that I could say is part of my lifestyle. It looks daunting in the beginning, but as long as you keep it simple, you keep it as you, yourself, and I, <laughs> and not fall into the traps of lies, of things that you might be telling yourself, negative self-talk, you'll get there. Don't think about time. Don't think about the time passing. Don't think about your progress. Think about you and think about how you enjoy this habit and how you enjoy doing this thing. I had a moment a couple days ago where I randomly felt really down, felt really sad, and I do not struggle with this very often. I can get in my head ever so often and I'm learning the importance of acknowledging that it's all in my head. Before I'd know it, I'd know that, okay, these are just thoughts that came from my mind and it's not true and da 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 da. But now I use it as a way to stop myself, knowing that it's all in my head as a tool. If you know me, I'm the biggest fan of feeling your feelings. So first I'll acknowledge the emotion 110%, but then I'll check. Is this a genuine feeling or is it a dip in my mood? Is it a loss in mojo? Is Did someone say something or do something? Did I do something or say something to shift my mood? Are these emotions passing? Especially for me, whenever I'm out, let's say with a group of friends, group of people, this is a really important question to ask myself. Are these emotions passing? Because in general, whenever I'm with people, I really do like to keep a very upbeat, high energy, chill, relaxed, but like good feeling vibe. I wonder why we get sad. We feel down in the span of a second. It's like our mood just switches. And whether this has to do with the fact that I was on my period or not, it's just not fun to deal with. And the other thing that I've been learning is noting that it might just be my period. I tend to face my uh, one to two day span of questioning just before my period. I'm just questioning everything. And for no reason, nothing sparked it. It just randomly came out of the blue. Feeling not good enough or questioning what I'm doing with my life are two main things that resurface common feelings for everyone at any time really, but I've worked at seeing past these thoughts, guarding myself from these resurfacing emotions because I know it's a constant action. I think that deep down they resurface because at the end of the day, I do really struggle with these two things. And although I feel like I've worked 
pretty well with learning to manage it, keep those thoughts at bay. I find that I find that whenever I'm about to get my period, these thoughts come in stronger and in a way where it's really difficult for me to manage or to organize or to realize that they're just passing thoughts. Making this habit of rejecting these thoughts. They don't just go away. They don't just, I don't just say stop and then they just stop. There's so much power in active decisions and I could go on and on about active decisions. And to me, an active decision is consistently choosing X, Y, or Z as you're living through life. For example, one of my biggest active decisions is I don't drink. And the thing is, I never told myself that I can't drink or I'm never going to drink. It's just an active decision. I wake up today and I say, yeah, I'm not drinking today. But at the end of the day, who knows? Maybe tomorrow I'll down a bottle of whatever. You know, it's an active decision that I make. It's not because of this, that, or the other. It's not because someone told me I can't. It's not because I told myself I can't. It's not because I am against alcohol. It's just because I don't choose to drink. And that's just how it is today and how it's been for the past many days of my life. Life maintenance is so easily forgotten, but immediately felt. The moment we feel like something's off or we haven't been taking care of ourselves, we, we tend to not even think about the fact that we haven't been treating ourselves well. We feel the effects so immediately and we're so aware of them, but we so often forget or the acknowledge factor is so delayed in the fact that we haven't been maintaining ourselves in a healthy and well way. And I definitely know for sure, I have not been resting too well. I'm still struggling with it, y'all. It's just, once you're in a routine that like in a way works, even if I am tired, it works. And my body is so used to it that it's just really hard to get out of or to restart or to work something out that's different. And because my rest still hasn't been very great, these thoughts have been resurfacing harder because I haven't been taking care of myself. I haven't been giving my brain the rest that it needs, my body the rest that it needs. And so it doesn't really have that energy to give in defending and in rejecting those negative and resurfacing thoughts. That has been this week's episode. Let's create community. Instagram at It's Time Y'all Podcast. And if you want a visual, I'm also on YouTube at youtube.com slash It's Time Y'all. Follow, subscribe, rate, comment, give feedback, give it to me straight. Tell me what you think. This podcast is not on Apple Podcasts yet. So in a way, you can't really give a public review or rating or comment. But if you, um, once again, have any feedback, I'd love a direct message on Instagram. I hope y'all have a fabulous week. I hope y'all are truly living your life. I appreciate you. Thanks for living with me right here, right now. And I will be back with a new episode next week. Have a great day, y'all.